Uh, welcome to the Worm Jelly Podcast. Uh, my name is uh, Felonius Watermelon. Uh, today we're sponsored by NFC, not from Concentrate. They're back. Today is three and a half oranges, not from Concentrate. All juice. Speaking of juice, um, I'm reading this article title is Jamaica's Governor General Suspends Personal Use of Royal Insignia Over Offending Image. And the offending image is uh, the archangel St. Michael trampling Satan who is drawn with dark skin. Now, um, if that's an official government like seal, that's pretty fucking sweet. It's pretty cool. I don't understand. I mean, how many colors are we using on this thing anyway? Like, is, is uh, St. Michael like drawn with like super duper white skin does he have blonde hair does Satan specifically have you know what's he what's he rocking up top does he have straight hair is it curly is it coarse is it you know because it just seems like that's you know there's nothing I can say now that's gonna sound reasonable I'm just saying what if like what if instead of getting rid of what if they just put O.J. Simpson's face on Satan's, where, where Satan's face was, and ignore the, you know, like, I don't know why it's drawn with dark skin. That's all I'm saying. Like, what, it, it was just made with dark skin. I don't think dark skin, I mean, I can't find it. I can't find a picture of it. All I can see is a picture of Queen Elizabeth knighting Patrick Allen, who was the Governor General of Jamaica in 2009. Um... I would love to have been in the room, you know. Oh, oh, Patrick Allen, you are knight. And Patrick Allen's all like, "Hear me now, me queen, you bon de flor." I don't know how people. Like I'm, I, I'm just saying. It just the description of it sounds fucking sweet. Like if I sealed everything that I ever wrote officially with a picture of an angel trampling Satan. You can make the angel black and Satan white. That'd be pretty cool. A little white devil action, a little Everlast, a little Black Jesus. That'd be pretty cool. Whatever happened to that show, Black Jesus? Is that still on? No? I bet. I don't know. I've only seen a few episodes, but man, it was pretty cool. I liked that a lot. This morning I had to go to an immigration office, Chinese immigration office, and I had to extend my stay for my pass, my visa, right? So I went into the building, and they wouldn't let me in at first because they didn't believe that I was who I said I was. And they took my passport away, and they disappeared inside the building. And now I'm thinking I'm stuck here, and they're going to come back with, like, officers to drag me away to jail, which is why I had my fiance's number like dialed up all i had to do is dial the last number so that i can put it on speakerphone and as they're dragging me away i'm screaming like hide hide the thing in the office or you know like say something like uh you know don't let him get all the money or you know don't don't tell him i'm gay or something like say something incriminating that'd be but, you know, that didn't happen. I went up, and they were actually very reasonable. Nothing bad happened at all. Normally, when I go to the immigration office, it's 
it's like uh it's like the DMV. It's like they bus in poor people from the countryside to just sit around and look fucking depressing all day. But there was hardly anybody in there and everybody was pretty helpful. There was one guy behind a desk that wouldn't answer me. Chinese, English or otherwise, couldn't do it. He just couldn't bring himself to wake up and talk to me, but that's okay. Um, I took the rest of the day off of work. I told him it was going to take all day, and I got to be honest with you, I'm starting to like this pandemic shit. All these government offices are doing much better now. It's pretty quick, you know? I feel like all the people that would normally be here clogging up this shit are stuck outside of the country, Chinese or otherwise, and... Now it's just people who want to go in and get shit done, you know. I hear people go into the visa the visa office, immigration office, and they have, this, like, such situations. Like, how do you get yourself into these situations? You know, like, sometimes you go in there and there's a woman with, they bring their Chinese friend who's also an older woman, and the older, the older white woman is explaining to the Chinese woman, you know, Oh, I, I have, I, I've adopted five cats, and they, one of them is sick, and if I can't get back into my apartment, and I, I just need some help, will the government give me a kitty, kitty transport? Will they put my cats on a fucking plane? And and I met a man, and he took my money, and and then my apartment. Oh, and I have diabetes. I have type ten diabetes, and. And and I, I can't eat any of that, and I don't speak Chinese, and I don't, and I... Like, if I, I would just shoot her in the head, honestly. Like, who's going to miss her? Who's going to miss her? There's, there's no telling how that woman ended up in China. Nobody knows why she has to stay here, but she does. She does not want to go home. No, I, I, you know, I'll take her cats. As long as she gets shot, it's fine. I, f- I feel like that's the kind, the sort of thing that would bring China and the U.S. closer together is if China got the opportunity to execute a, na- a U.S. national and the U.S. got rid of that particular woman. And, you know, it's a white woman. It'd go over pretty well right now. White women are not the top of the heap. They are trending down at the moment. So... Hopefully, I'll go back next week and pick up my passport. I don't have my passport on me, I just realized. Which is like, the first rule of traveling outside of the country is never lose sight of your passport. The second rule is never give it to anybody Chinese. And I, you know, fuck that up too. So hopefully, uh, I'm not courting the, the, the next one in jail. That'd be pretty cool though. I've heard Chinese jail is, uh, it's not like extreme like American jail is. I guess American jail is like the extreme version of jail. It's like the Mountain Dew of jail, you know. But I guess Chinese jail is just like a slow, uh, it's just a, this very gradual slip into insanity. And it's just incredibly uncomfortable. It's hot. It's sweaty. There's a hole in the ground for shit and piss. And you're not allowed to read. You're, they'd never turn the lights off when you sleep. There's no bed. Um, honestly, it just sounds like how most guys would live if women weren't around. I think jail is just how it's supposed to be. I think Chinese jail is the paradise of 
being free from women. That might be it. Uh, I've read stories about women's prison in China. Sounds pretty crazy. How they uh, monetize tampons, which is weird because, you know, I hear all the time how Chinese women don't use tampons or pads. They just rough it. They just, you know, clench up, clench it up really hard when it happens. I don't know what they do. One time when I worked at a kindergarten, I came in from lunch early from lunch and in one of the beds because the kids sleep at the school for lunch one of the beds was occupied by one of the Chinese teachers and she was uh, holding herself between her legs rolling moaning back and forth in pain in absolute pain crying and I said are you okay and she didn't answer me she wasn't embarrassed you know I don't I don't care that she wasn't embarrassed but I feel like I'd be a little bit embarrassed and I asked the other teacher hey what's what's wrong with her she said oh you know monthly problem i'm like jesus christ you should take her to a doctor she should get that shit removed you know it's awful and she just kind of shot me a blank look like no that's just this is what this is that that's just how we do it here you know we just deal with the p period the flow it's like you know trying to be like water Except the river's full of like jagged little rocks and 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 scabby fertile eggs. I don't know. Damn, that's some good orange juice. So, I'm supposed to be recording a book about werewolves, and I got to tell you, there's a lot of construction going on around my place. So I ordered a bunch of soundproof tiles, but uh. It's the construction never happens until I have to do something. And I know that's common here. Everybody, you know, the minute you want to sit down and do something that requires silence, that's when everything starts. But there's this, they're dredging up the ocean down here. I live on the water and they're like, they have the thing going into the ground right next to the ocean and it, it just squeaks. You might be able to hear it. Hold on. It sounds like a seal or something, like a pack of fucking, you know, straight-haired seals, and day and night with this thing. It's awful. And next door, they're doing, they're remodeling the entire apartment, and my landlady also owns the the apartment next door. Uh, And this morning, they were, you know, grouting through a wall, or they were jackhammering some bricks, I don't know, but it was right against our wall, and it knocked down some cupboard doors. And so my fiancé went to the other apartment and said, Hey, motherfucker, you knocked down our cabinets. You need to come fix them. And so they got scared, and they said, Yeah, 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 sure. And they just came over. They rung the doorbell, walked in, looked at it, fixed it. And while they were there, my fiancé said, Oh, yeah, and this, you, you broke this, too. And they started just fixing shit around the apartment. There's no way that they broke any of, like, half of the things that they fixed. Um, shit, I didn't even know was broken, you know. I didn't, I mean, I knew, I just don't, I just don't want to fix anything. It's a, it's a hassle. Because when you start fixing stuff, it's like, whoever you live with, whether it's, you know, your girlfriend, your fiancé, your wife, the minute you start fixing something and they don't know how to fix it, they get all these ideas about... You know, instead of just fixing it, let's just replace it, or let's paint it, or let's do something. Let's start a big project that I, I don't know how to do it, and I 
I assume you've done it because you're a guy. And I assume that it's going to be super quick and we're going to get dressed like they do on TV. Like we're going to tuck our shirts in and put on belts and brush our teeth and look at a camera while we fix something. And it's going to look incredible when we finish it. Like, no, it's, it sucks because it's just you and me. We, you know, we don't know what we're doing. Uh, I just want to make it work, make it fixed. I just want it to, you know, sit there, hold something, look like something, be under, you know, just be there. And you want to change the shape and the color and just get rid of, you know, I'm over here just trying to survive. She's over there trying to rearrange fucking deck chairs on the Titanic. And I don't even have a passport. I don't even have a goddamn passport. I really... I'm going to look for this image of St. Michael trampling the devil. Here, hold on. Uh, let me see if we can get... Ooh, Governor General's website. Does Governor General mean he sits... You know, is he the like the governor of all of Jamaica and he's also the commander-in-chief? Isn't that just the president? Or is there a president? I don't know. GG suspends use of GCMG. Addressed to the nation on COVID-19 by His Excellency, the Governor General of Jamaica. Fuck, Jamaica sounds so cool. Uh, Oh, there it is. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's just a white guy stepping on a black guy. <laughs> that looks like a fucking storm front. Uh, you know, wallpaper. That is pretty bad. I think those are supposed to be green wings, but they look like... It looks like a white guy found a black guy in a field where you might harvest something, and he's warping reality by stepping on him so hard. It's really bad. I just... I thought it was like one of those, like, etchings or something. Uh, no. that Yeah. I can... I can get behind that, I guess. Especially in Jamaica, where I can't imagine a lot of white dudes are stepping on black dudes anytime soon. Seems like it makes sense. Um, anyway. I, uh, yeah, I'm supposed to be recording an audiobook of sorts for a fictional werewolf romance novels. Two at a time now. And I say fictional werewolf because I feel like even like compared to just regular werewolves, these books are insane. Like, you know, I could I could get on board. I would believe a guy that I met in some weird European country. I show up and he's like, oh, yeah, we have like a werewolf. You know, it's not a, it's not necessarily a man that turns into a wolf when the moon is full. What it is is like, you know, there's the, this uh, family of hermits. I guess you can't really have a family of hermits. Uh, the, this, this family that got kicked out of town like two, like uh, 500 years ago, right? And they were living in the woods. Uh, you know, the matriarch, the woman had sex with an alpha wolf. She got pregnant, gave birth to an abomination who eventually got hot enough to be to be porked by another wolf and it happened over and over and over until they until they just bred the perfect wolf man hybrid and it doesn't change it's just like 
a wolf monster. So I'm not really a werewolf. But you know, I would I would entertain the idea that that's possible and think it's pretty cool. And then once that's established, I could easily read werewolf fiction if it's stuck to the basics. Moon is full. Uh, guy can't help himself. It goes in, you know, fine. But then it gets into some like Twilight shit where they can change it at will and at random and it's like hereditary. And then, and then these books are like, there. there's a sorcerer, there's other dimensions. Um, you know, everybody has, everybody has a mate. And I think that's the thing. That's the important thing is like all of the other shit doesn't matter. The, the poor writing, the, in the, you know, super unrealistic depiction of werewolves, notwithstanding, it's the idea that every wolf has a mate and the mate is physically ill when their other half is, you know, missing or hurt or cheating on them or something. It's this fantasy. These are all very, you know, very much written by, uh, women, lonely women, uh, as fantasies for, you know, you don't have to go find your mate. Your mate is just destined. You're destined to meet a man who is going to be yours and nobody else's. And he can't leave you. And if he tries to leave you, he gets physically ill. So he has no choice but to, you know, love you forever. <laughs> and he can't leave you. And there's like a few instances of some of the male werewolves trying to get away. But it always turns out that the reasons for trying to get away are super altruistic and they, oh, they loved you after all, but they couldn't put you through the, the, the misery of learning their history and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's really bad. Um, so. So yeah, uh, my mate just came in and got a book and I had to give her the look of like, Hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm recording this. This is really important. This is, she probably thinks I'm recording the book, which is, you know, is income for us. So I can act like it's important. This is not important at all. This is just for me. Uh, but yeah, so I'm recording those. I get really mad. I get in, I get in, I get emotionally invested in these books because I can't stand the attitude of some of the guys, because some of the women, like they do dumb shit. The, the, the moment one of the female, the female werewolves makes a mistake, it's never their fault. Whereas when the guy goes insane with rage out of jealousy, which is what all women want anyway, and they trash a place or they kill somebody, it's all their fault. And they have to apologize a hundred times for being just so gosh darn strong yet sensitive. Um, and I guess I'm glad, I'm glad women have werewolves to look to, to, you know, help them get through, help them deal with the fact that they're all boring. I don't know. Uh, this is probably the end of this one. So I'm just gonna get out of here and hope I don't get deported. Bye.